Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to the Girl Power Lines podcast. I'm your host, Molly Trotter Gomez. I am so excited to be introducing our guest today, Tabitha Morrow. She is just a woman with a heart of gold. She has an absolute incredible story. And before we jumped on here, she was revving up passionate about what we're about to dive into today. So before we get into the juiciness of what this podcast is going to be about, Tabitha, I would love for you to share with all of our listeners today just a little bit more about you, your background, your story, and then we can launch into this thing. Hey, girl. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for this opportunity. This is amazing that we have this platform to come together. So thank you, Molly, and everybody that's a part of GPA for, you know, this opportunity of giving women a voice. And I know Molly is all about that. She's all about showing up and helping other women find their voice and do that in an authentic way. And so this is what I love as well. Um, just a little bit of backstory about me. Um, I am a mom of three, <laughs> almost an empty nester. I've been married to my high school sweetheart for 25 years. Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. Um, and I have a degree in education. So I was a teacher for a little while, um, got out of that field and found myself in corporate sales. Um, I was absolutely miserable in that arena, <laughs> but I was very successful and it was very weird for a little preacher's wife, um, mama and, you know, a teacher turned corporate sales executive. Um, I enjoyed some of the work, but I've just found God was calling me out and um, he really was giving me a vision of mentoring women in business. So I had the gift of teaching. I was really good at business. And so it just kind of started meshing together, but I didn't really see a way out. He led me to direct sales as a vehicle um, and network marketing as a vehicle to get me out of the corporate world and onto a platform. Um, where I could mentor women in business. And what I found was, again, I was just being really successful all by the hand of God, give him all the glory for that. Uh, went to the top of that company really, really quickly. And people just started asking me like, what are you doing? Like, what, what is it that you're doing that makes you so successful? And I really had to stop and think like, what is it? Like, what, what is the, you know, secret sauce they're all wanting? And how could I teach somebody else how to do it? And honestly, I just had to, to look and it was just God. I mean, I, I literally everything I did, whether I was on the right path or not, some of those um, executive sales positions was not the right path. I'll admit to that. Um, but whatever we find ourselves, whatever path we find ourselves in, you know, Romans 828 says it, if we'll just give it to him, he's going to work it out for our good. And he certainly has. I've learned so much in every season of life that I've been through. And so I did say yes to the direct sales opportunity reluctantly, but I knew it was my way out. It did become a way out. When women started asking me what I was doing, I knew it was time to show up and start teaching, mentoring, and coaching. And so that came on my plate last fall. 
Um, and that is what I have started in doing. God has got me writing a book, my testimony. It's been like giving birth. Oh my gosh, it's been the most painful thing ever. Oh, Lordy. But that's where I'm at right now. I'm just, you know, a mom, uh, a wife, and just a woman just on fire for Jesus and just helping other women to do the same, just to show up for the kingdom, to figure out what it is that is holding them back from showing up for the kingdom of God and let's heal together. Let's get over that together and let's move forward and be authentic and show up for him. And so that's who I am. That's what I'm all about. And just excited to dive into more with you, Molly. Yeah. Well, thank you. I love just the depth of what that is. And you know what? The first question that really came up for me as you were like wrapping up sharing about yourself is what is that thing? What's the thing that is prohibiting women from showing up and really pressing into what God has for them? Absolutely. And so for me, um, a lot of it, and I found when I put out my coaching program and it, it, it was not like I, I had kept having this title, girl, it's time to show up for the kingdom. And that's what I named the course. But it was like, you know, I did not intend for everything to come out with the women I started coaching and working with. And what was coming out was trauma Mm. and hurt and pain and words that had been spoken over them and maybe some sin that they had gotten into, maybe something they were turning to instead of God. And it was just this it just became this beautiful space for women to say, yes, this happened. Um, and I've let this become my identity or this was a mistake that I made and I've let it shame me or guilt Mm -hmm. me. And we were really just able to work through that together and say, you know what, that no longer, if you're a child of of God and you have proclaimed Jesus, that no longer has space in, in, in our heart and mind to hold over us, to keep us from, from, you know, getting our message out or letting women hear our voice and so it just, you know, for me personally, I was, it was trauma um, that held me back for so long. I had childhood trauma. Um, I had an orphan spirit mentality over me um, that really just kept me in, in, in my place and said, you know what, you're not worthy. Nobody cares what you have to say. Um, and it just was a lot of that for me. And then I found these women I started working with. It, it was the same thing. It was something in their life that really happened that really just, whether they realized it or not, it was that thing that, that was holding them back too. Yes. Oh my goodness. I, I have met so many women where that is the case. And, you know, arguably I've been there too. You know, I I've been there in so many different variations of it. And so, so many women can see themselves in what you just said. And even when you're listening to this, ladies, even just close your eyes, press the pause button and just be like, Lord, show me, like, show me if there's something in here that maybe I've covered up for so long. I don't even know that it's there anymore. And just, you know, for lack of better terms, swept it under the rug and just tried to forget about it. But it's in those places where we can really bring in his light to the dark places that have been dark forever. And Mm -hmm. he can really come in there and heal that. And I love that you said that because so many women, when they really step into that healing, And the authority that Jesus gives us when we, you know, with our salvation, it's like, you get to take that power back. So -hmm. many people are so like, they're giving the enemy the power because they're like, oh, well, and they just are labeled in that. But we get to break off those labels that were never meant to be there and really break through. And I'd love to know, is there like a, 
if you want to be open and vulnerable and share, is there like an instance or you can think of like, this is where my instance where I broke through to really help the ladies listening today and bring some hope for them? Yeah. I mean, there's been several encounters in my life that I call my Jesus encounters or my walking with water, walking on water encounters. But, um, you know, for me, most recently, about a year ago, I was working with a coach and mentor and she said, Tabitha, you have the, you have the, the, you have an orphan spirit. And I was just like, what? (laughs) And um, it was just really just, it just kind of took my breath and I had to stop and just look at it and really think. And, you know, when I started thinking, God actually bought, brought to my memory of me being called an orphan as a child. Like I had a family member that would say, oh, there's a little orphan Annie. Um, oh. And it like, it, you don't realize like, it, and it, I, didn't, I never even like connected the two until she said that. And the moment she said that, and I sat with God about it, he brought that to my memory. And he said, that was spoken over you. Mm. And it wasn't true, but you took it on as your identity. And for me, I never lived with my parents growing up. Um, My dad passed away about 12 years ago now, and he was only 45 years old. And that's part of my sense of urgency right now in in GPA and getting my message out too. But um, I really, you know, that's why people would call me an orphan because I I lived with my aunts growing up and I would go back and forth between places. And um, it really did put an identity on me. And so when she really said that, I was like, wow. And then God led me to um, a book by Leif Hetland. If you are dealing with this, I highly suggest you, you search him out. And the weird thing about that is too, is that Leif actually lived and ministered in the same town that I live in now. And so God led me to that book. It's it's called it Called to Reign. And it talks about that. And it talks about your, your sonship, your daughtership in the Lord and who you really are. Um, and it, it, he, you know, he gives kind of a sermon and a story from, um, the prodigal son. And he, you know, talks about the, actually the son that didn't leave home that stayed there. And he was at the son that stayed there was actually working in his father's field. You know, he gets angry at the end. He gets angry when his brother comes home and he gets everything. And he says, you know, what he didn't realize was that it was already his, it, everything was already his, like he just had to accept it and take it. Like he was acting like an orphan in his child, in his father's house by being out in the field, working and striving for what was already his. He had access to everything the father had for him. And, you know, he, he was just sitting there just acting like he didn't. And so many times that's what the world and the enemy wants to put on us. And that's what Molly was saying with authority. We have kingdom authority and it's our mindset and the way we're looking at things, our attitude, sometimes it's keeping us stuck in those patterns. And so definitely when she said that to me, it really like just drove home. And I really started thinking about things that had happened in the past couple of years and the way I was operating and the way I was kind of procrastinating things that God was, was calling me to do and step out in. And, um, it led me to this, to think of this other encounter I had, uh, with Jesus. And it's a, it's a movie. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Richie Mullins, but Richie Mullins was a, um, he was the one that wrote our God is an awesome God and all these like popular praise and worship music, like when praise and worship music kind of started becoming a thing way back when. 
And so um, the movie's called Ragamuffin. If you get a chance, look it up. But it's his story and his testimony. And in it, Richie is dealing with um, the, uh, an abusive father. His father was very abusive to him and verbally. And, and Richie was real creative and he wanted to go do music. And he got into this, you know, with the Lord. And um, he Richie would go and he would he would he would go and he would sing and play at all these places and then he would go back to his hotel room and he would just get plastered he would just get drunk and he would just and it was just like it was this crazy thing because you're thinking God's using this person like and and Richie was just producing this beautiful praise and worship music but he couldn't he couldn't understand the relationship that God had mm. that he had because of his relationship with his earthly father. And so one day he comes across the sermon by Brennan Manning and he says, you know, Brennan Manning says in the sermon, he says, I'm convinced that God is going to ask you one day, did you really believe I loved you? Oh my gosh. When that scene come on <laughs> and I heard that and I connected that, you know, because for so long, like, yeah, we can say Jesus loves me. Like we can sing the song. We can sing all the church songs, right? We can grow up in church. We can get ourselves in church, get aligned. But do we really, really believe that God loves us no matter what, unconditionally? And sometimes that is broken in us because of things that have happened in our past, because of sin that we've been in, because of trauma, because of hurt, because of, you know, words that people speak over us. And I believe, I do believe God is going to say, do you really believe that I love you? That I love you no matter what, unconditionally. Like, I love you. He loves you, sister. If I could tell you one thing today, it is he loves you no matter what, no mm -hmm. matter what. And so that those were both two changing moments for me when I connected the dots that I really, like, I knew God loved me, but I didn't know. <laughs> I thought it was something I, you know, I still was trying to earn it. I still was trying to be good enough. I still was trying to. Uh, be worthy enough, you know, to, to stay good, you know, and, and, and that that would earn the father's love. And that's just not true. He, he loves us just as we are. And we leave the rest of the process up to him. We grow and develop in that holiness and righteous walk as he is developing us. And as he loves us and as he heals us, we're going to get closer and closer to the to, to the person he wants us to become. And so, yeah, those were two of my main like turning points for me and just saying, you know what, I'm laying this all down. I'm, I'm fully surrendering it to you and I'm fully putting on the love of Jesus. And, and, um, and, and that's just what I want for other women. I just, I want so badly for other women to, to just feel that and know that and, and, and it, the healing is a process, right? The letting go, the surrender, um, you know, letting, laying aside the sins that so easily besets us. It is a process that we will run that race until we get to heaven. So I, I could just go on and on. My <laughs> I will. There's so many thoughts that came to my mind, but I have to say this first, I hear the chains falling. I know there was breakthrough for somebody listening to that. And, mm -hmm. and when you said, you know, like, like God loves you, like he really does impress into that. Like, I just feel like there was women that are listening to this, that are like feeling the words that you're saying. So it's coming out of such a genuine, real place. And that's, what's so powerful with our testimony. Those are two encounters that you had that are so powerful that now you can use to share with others and has blessed so many ears and probably even brought breakthrough 
for people that are listening on the other side. And so I just want to say thank you. And we honor your vulnerability. Like vulnerability is such a gift that people give. And when you handle it with care and you create that space, it is such a beautiful thing. And then it gives permission for other people to be like that. So I just love that. And I love that about you, Tabitha. And even, um, you know, it, it reminded me of a label that somebody gave me, gosh, this was probably in grade school, or maybe I heard it more in high school. I just remember it from like, I swear, like from like the second grade, that's what actually comes to mind. So thank you, Holy Spirit. But, mm-hmm. you know, people used to tell me, cause I grew up with two brothers. I was very much kind of like a, you know, a little bit of a tomboy, just more like, you know, I was operating a lot more in masculine, like sports, like all of that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted more than anything. And I had a great dad growing up. Don't get me wrong. So no daddy issues, but no, I don't want to say, but no daddy issues, period. The thing that men would say about me is you're so intimidating. Like mm-hmm. you're so intimidating. You're so like just that word alone. There's other things that came after that, but that's where I stopped listening because I'm just like, wait, what? Like, what do you mean? Because I was confident, because I was assertive, I knew where I wanted to go, but men kept telling me that. And at the core of my being, I wanted to, you know, find the love of my life and, you know, build a family and be a mom and all of that. But that just kept ringing over and over and over. And it actually led to me, like, you know, not waiting till marriage to give myself away, dating men, always trying Mm -hmm. to find love in the wrong places And, you know, God just had such an affinity and a heart for me of like, you know, just like daughter, stop trying. And when I stopped trying and I was done and over with, he's like, okay, well now you're done and you're done playing around, turn around. There's your husband. And God audibly (laughs) told me where my husband was and he was sitting right there and we're married now. And I'm like, wow, like imagine if I would have stopped playing around, but that label of you are so intimidating was so hurtful. And it's just like to the depths of my being. Cause I'm just like, what are you talking about? But it was just, they were like, they didn't know who they were, but I knew who I was. And that I guess intimidated them. Right. But words are so powerful. The point is, is that that took me a long time to shake off, but eventually I just, again, Lord, here you go. Take it because that is not true about me, but it took me a long time to figure out that that wasn't true. And these men, that's on them. Like, if that's your experience, that's on you. But then it was also, Lord, are there things in me that I need to shift and change? Is any of that true? Run it through a truth filter. You have to really be able to be in that place of like, somebody may say something, but you have to be, is that true? Do I believe it's true? Lord, is that true? You know, or is that just a projection of somebody else on me? And when you do that and you try to nip it in the buds, when you like, when it starts, then you could save yourself so much, but you know, it just really depends, you know, emotional intelligence, the people around you, there's so many things in play, but I just wanted to, you know, just match your vulnerability of like, look, like we all have these labels that people put on us, but when you can really just be like, Lord, who do you say I am? And then you ask yourself, who do I say I am? And if you don't really know what that is, then take time to discover that. I actually put up a post today because as we're, you know, recording this, it's the day after Valentine's day, 2023. And so all my single friends, right? Like I, I feel for you. I remember I put up a post. I'm like, I remember when I was single and I'm like, gosh, Valentine's day is the worst. Everybody's all in love and blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's like singleness is such a beautiful time for you to focus on you, for you to dig down deep of like, who am I? God, who do you say I am? And creating that space because you are your primary focus. You're not focusing on other people or whatever. It's like, it's on you, but we're so quick to get into these relationships because 
we want dot, dot, dot. And I was one of those. I was one of those. Me too. But I feel like that's a message for somebody out there who's single or maybe going through something and they're more alone. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just going to say me too. Yeah. I mean, I, I think in, in seasons when you are not walking in your identity and you're not sure who you are, you're always going to look for it in some other place, in some other form. And so for some women, that's, you know, men, some women, it's food, some women, it's alcohol, <laughs> some, you know, I mean, it's just different things. And and even as we grow and mature, we, we come to know that there are things in our life that, you know, no longer have service serving us or have a purpose in our life. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think it is, you just have to really sit with the Lord and say, you know, just like Molly just brought that up, the Holy Spirit will bring up what happened or what it is that is keeping you from really showing up and um, really walking in your healing and your identity and who he says that you are and not the world. And one thing that I do personally, um, one of my mentors helped me with this and um, I have a, a on my in the middle of my vision board, my vision board sits behind my wall so I can look up at it all day when I'm working. And it just basically is me in the center of it. And it's this heart. And I've just created all these words that God says who I am and who I'm called to be around it. And sometimes I just have to look up at it and just verbally say those things and speak those things over my myself, because it, even it, even in the healing process, you're still going to have triggers. You're still going to have things that come up and it's going to make you feel that way. Even yesterday, I mean, it was Valentine's for me and I've been married 25 years, but I still had this, I don't know, it was this weird spirit over me, like, you know, just all day. It was, it was really strange. And so I, I had to just come in here in my office and say, you are loved girl. <laughs> you know, you are, yes. you are this, you are, you know, don't let the enemy get in your head. And so that, that's just what, you know, we're walking that out and just to bring it around here to Girl Power Alliance. That's why I love this community in this space. Um, I love that, you know, you are, we are a part of a community of women that are lifting each other up, encouraging each other. And I know Molly's motto in Girl Power Alliance is there's no competition in the kingdom. And like I said, when I introduced myself, I've been in corporate sales. Let me tell you, if you want to see competition, go into the corporate sales world. <laughs> no, thank you. Because <laughs> um, it's there. It is, it's not pretty. Sure. And then even in, you know, other direct, direct sales network marketing opportunities, you know, the competition's fierce. And actually, you know, I don't know if you do strength finders or whatever, but one of my strengths on that that I hate is competition like and I'm like that is not a strength <laughs> but God has given me a little bit of that strong head to you know and, and I've learned that how it's a weakness and how it can be but I, I love that you know in this space we don't have to compete against each other we are the body of Christ and like I was telling Molly earlier you know I'm really about right now connecting women in the body of Christ and learning that we are not all the hands we're not all mm. the feet we're not all the head and when we can learn that and say okay Molly is really good at this and Tabitha is really good at this and you know and this woman is really good at this or this is what she's walking through even that like you may not even think like I'm really good at anything but it may be something that you're walking through right now that you're dealing with that in your pain and in your hurt. And as you're overcoming, even if you're a day ahead and overcoming it and you show up and you begin to teach about that or you begin to share that with somebody else. Like, do you know how powerful that is? 
And so as we get these women, and that's that's just my vision of GPA, and I, I know that it's the heart behind it, is as we get these women to realize that and we get them in a space where we're operating together <laughs> as the body of Christ, powerful things are going to start mm. happening. And they are, they are, they are happening. And we see it like every time I am, um, you know, I'm going through Radiant Leadership Academy for the first time and God has called me out to speak this year and and to have more open opportunities to speak. And so we're getting ready to launch the Speakers Academy. I'm so excited. Like I can't even wait for that to start. Um, and so, you know, all of these opportunities like that just help us realize like where our strengths are, where we fit in, in the body of Christ, what, what gifts and talents and abilities we have in us. That's what other being around other sisters in Christ pulls out of you. It pulls out of you, like what God is calling you to and your purpose and where you can show up and where you can. And so as I'm even going through the courses inside GPA, that's what's happening to me. And I'll be honest, when I was first approached with it, I was like, I have taken enough courses. Like I don't, I don't need any more. Like, I don't know where this is going. And every week I'm just wrecked. I'm just wrecked by the Holy Spirit. Mm. I'm just like, I, I listen to a Zoom. I'm one of the masterminds or one of the leadership calls, or I, you know, take my course, and I'm just like, "Oh Lord, it's exactly what I needed to get through mm. that week. It was exactly what I, my heart needed to hear. It was something that I needed to be reminded of, and it's just beautiful, and it's happening inside this community, and it it is just an incredible opportunity for women right now. And I'm so thankful that you and Michelle and all of you behind Girl Power Alliance decided to be obedient in this call and truly am. Mm. Every time you speak, I'm just like, there's so much good meat there. I'm like, Lord, which way do you want to go with this? Because (laughs) this is so good. Oh, Tabitha, I love it. And I just love the rawness. And it's just like, you you speak from such just like a, a real and honest place. And that's what we love about our guests on here is just like, give it to us raw and real, because there's so much out there where it's like, here's what we want you to see, but here's what actually is. And it's like, we're so afraid to take that step of like, maybe this will be different. Take the step. If you're listening to this and you're not involved inside of the membership, the community, the calls, the opportunity, like take it because Tabitha is just sharing from such a real place. She's been there in different opportunities, network marketing, corporate, so many different things. And it's like the the, the women you get here, the on-time like calls and content that you get here that's going to speak directly to you. Like that is what this is about. And so often we close ourselves. Oh, I've been there and I've done that. And it's like, have you though? Because like when God gets in there, like there's going to be something else. It's kind of like the living word, right? When you open it up, it can speak to you in different ways. When you let God guide you wherever it is that he's taking you, you may feel like you've gone down this path a number of times, but I promise you there's going to be something different if you put on the hat of like, okay, like I, I, what do you want me to experience here? Because so often we limit ourselves and our experiences based on, oh, I think I already know what's about to go down. So <laughs> I just, I love it. And, you know, as we're like kind of wrapping things up a little bit, I really wanted to go down this route because you've mentioned this a couple of different times is urgency. You yeah. mentioned after your, your father passed away, you had urgency. Inside of your Girl Power Alliance, you know, business, you have urgency. There's just a an urgency that it's like on your heart. First of all, what does you know urgency mean to you? Because for some people, it can mean a lot of different things. And then let's just go down that route because I feel like that word is so timely right now. Yeah, yeah. And I, 
you know, I, I'm very driven and, and just very go-getter. And that part of that I was healed from because of my mentality of that orphan spirit that was over me that I had to produce. Um, I had to constantly be working because I had this mentality that I had to earn my keep. So when I was growing up, I had to, you know, I always felt like I had to earn my keep because I wasn't living with my parents, right? So in a household, I always felt like, well, you know, I had to do something or, you know, to earn my place. And so that carried over with me into adulthood Mm. to where like every job, every, I mean, I was valedictorian in my senior class, right? Because I had to be number one. I had to, you know, be, it was that driven mentality of you have to earn your keep. You have to get that people, you know, people's love and affection and all of that. And so I was a striver <laughs> and, and about a year ago, God was like, mm, we're going to be delivered from that. Ooh, it was a rough process. And so I've learned really to rest in God. And, and where I'm going with this is that rest is not stopping. Um, rest is waiting on the Lord and rest is serving. And right now there is an urgency in the body of Christ for yes, you're not striving for what's already yours. That is, that was what that whole, you know, thing in Leif Hetland's book that I just shared with you was that that son was out there striving for what was already his, mm-hmm. what God has in our hands for us. No man is going to be able to take away from us. And so we rest in that, but we see this sense of urgency that is needed. And, and, you know, I, I was telling Molly, even though I didn't live with my dad, I, grew very close to him in his last years. And he was only 45 when he passed away with colon cancer. I'm about to hit 45 this year. And it is like, oh gosh, like what if this was my last time? What if these were my last months? Like, and really think about that. We heard in, in, uh, you know, it's been kind of on social media and and out in the world um, with the passing of Dave Hollis this week, who was 47 years old. Mm -hmm. And you just think like, you know, and we never know we in any age, you know, and that we we never know when it's going to be our last opportunity to do what God has called us to do. But we are seeing such an identity crisis in our generation. We are seeing people being tricked by the enemy. Uh, we're seeing all this new age stuff, right? That looks like the Bible, because guess what? It originated most of it they're taking the Bible and they're twisting it and they're turning it into mess that has right. it's it's you and not God. And, and everything that we do, our power, it comes from God. And, and we are created to create. He, he created us in his image to create things, but we are not to buy into the new age stuff. And so we see women and Christians who need mentoring, who need guidance in, in knowing and realizing what the truth is from the, what looks like the truth. Mm. And I think it's time now more than ever, as we see the day approaching that we come together as the body of Christ and we create resources and tools that are from the body of Christ for the body of Christ. And that's what GPA GPA is. It is Christ-centered resources created by women of faith for women of faith. We're not having to go outside and listen to the world to get training on how to do our business. We're not going outside and listening to, you know, a a worldly network marketer or direct sales. We can listen to a woman that has been in the trenches with the Holy Spirit Mm. showing up and, 
and and given their testimony saying, hey, I've been here and this is this is the way I did it. And this is what's going to help you be successful to build the kingdom. And there is a transfer. I know there's a transfer of wealth happening in the kingdom of God. And you're either going to be on one side of it or the other in the next few years, depending on what you do with it, depending on who you are aligning with. Um, are you aligning with godly influences? Are you aligning with people of faith? Or are you aligning with the world? And that's the urgency for me. That is the message that needs to get out right now more than ever. We are having to, we need more than ever to be aligned with godly resources so that that transfer of wealth can happen so that we can fund the kingdom and do what God is about to call this generation to do and show up like no other. And that is, that is why we need to be urgent right now. We are, there's a lost and dying world. There are broken people. There are people being deceived every single day. And as we grow as women through communities like GPA, through our businesses, through our testimonies, through showing up on these social media platforms, um, because that's where people are. Like it or not, that's where we, you know, my church, we have pastored a church for 22 years, me and my husband. People are on social media. We've got to reach them somehow, some way. And when you align and you are getting fed, like I'm getting fed with, with GPA and the resources, and you align with that, you become a better leader, you become a better mom, you become a better wife. And that in turn plants seeds that is going to bring the fruit for the harvest um, that, you know, that you you just don't know when you when you're in alignment like that and you're in that transfer and you're in that season with God. Um, it, it's, it's just time for you to put aside everything that the enemy has has done or said or tried to use against you and start walking in the full authority of God to show up boldly as who you are in in your season, in your day and time. Mm. That is so good. Oh, Tabitha, my goodness gracious. Like there is so much just wisdom in everything that you just said. And it's like, like you said, it was just like, why wouldn't you want to come alongside people who've been in the trenches with the Holy Spirit and that really are living from that firm foundation? Because you said it's so great. It was like the, the world out there you turn on, you could scroll on social media for two seconds and find something that the world's coming to an end. There's something crashing. There's something exploding, something tragic, right? And so it looks like there's so much bad out there day after day after day compounding, but there's also so much good. Where do you want to press in to get some of that? Because when we get to come together, which we are so much better together because we're a body, right? The body of Christ is made up of hands, feet, eyes, head, hair, legs, arms, like so many different pieces, we get to go be that hope that people are looking for rather than, you know, like when you're not showing up in that space and being that hope, they're just going to see all this darkness. And then at that point for people who don't have Christ, they're probably like, what's the point of living? This doesn't even make sense anymore. But we get to step into there. We get to be that light and we get to show, Hey, there's something so much deeper, richer, more fulfilling, full of love, grace, and mercy that is worth living for. And you just got to be in the right community to be exposed to that. And so many people in person don't have that online. Maybe they haven't found it. That's why God has put GPA in this place for this time, for such a time as this, right? Because they're needing it now more than ever. They're hungry and they're hungry for the depth, not skating at the surface level. We're going there. We're going to dive down deep and we're really going to go there. And I feel like we did so much of that on this podcast today. And I'm just so grateful for you just pouring out 
vulnerably, openly, so much realness that came out. So I just want to say thank you so much for coming on and just giving, giving everything, giving your all. This has been so good. <laughs> so as we're wrapping up, what's the best way for people to connect with you, get in touch with you if they would love to do so? Yeah, just visit my website, 1027living.com. You can find me on Facebook, Tabitha Morrow. Um, and then I have, of course, business pages and Instagram. You can connect with me there. Um, the book um, is being finished. So we're going to, and it's really, I mean, me, Molly and I talked about, you know, everything that's kind of in that book today, the labels that, you know, mm-hmm. the world has put on us and how do we rip them off and show up for the kingdom of God. And, um, you know, and, and like you said, people are hungry for the word of God. You know, I've just recently just transitioning over my social media to just more about Jesus, less about me. And it's just like, I can't even get it out there fast enough. I can't even get the word of God out there fast enough. People are just slopping it up. And it's just, it's just like, see, people need, they need to yes, hear the they're thirsty. the truth. They need to hear the truth and they need to hear it from his people. And yeah, it's, it's time. It's time sisters. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh. Tabitha, thank you so much. This has just been absolutely incredible. We have loved having you on the show today. Thank you, girl. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) First off, how adorable is Tabitha's sweet Southern accent? I could listen to her all day. Thank you both for an amazing podcast. And just, again, continued proof that the Girl Power Alliance community is so full of women who are absolutely having an impact on the world, having an impact on the kingdom, and are just pure. Their hearts for the Lord are pure. You know, we're living in interesting times, to say the least. People are worried about a lot of things. But over here in the kingdom, (laughs) we are not worried. We are marching on. That's what Girl Power Alliance is all about. It is about finding your alliance of women who are going to speak life into you, who are going to keep you moving forward, and who are going to support you in everything that you're doing. You might be like millions of other people around the world right now, and you might be wondering, what does the future hold? What do I need to bolster up my world, my finances, my family to make sure to ensure us that we're going to be okay through whatever happens in the economy? Well, Girl Power Alliance is very, very proud to offer an ambassador opportunity. Yes, that's right. We have a network marketing opportunity for those that are looking to not only grow themselves, but to help other people grow and in the process, grow their own financial security. We want to help you build a financial wall of security around your family so tall and so strong that absolutely nothing that goes on in the economy will knock it down. That's what we're doing here. We're helping women all around the globe to grow personally, professionally, to grow in their faith, to grow an amazing community of support and build up their pocketbooks at the same time. Girlpoweralliance.com. Check us out. This is where women grow.